listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers, seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation, and perhaps discover your own understory. Hi everyone, my name is Frances and I am an undergraduate student at the University of Wisconsin Stevens Point. I am also a lover of national parks. On my bucket list, you will find that I hope to visit every national park in the country. And so my story today, Invasive Humans, naturally comes from a trip I spent exploring the Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. It was March of 2021 spring of my junior year at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point. I was 21 years old and finally brave enough to venture away from Wisconsin for the first time without my family. My best friend and I decided to spend spring break exploring the great state of Tennessee. Like many other college students, we didn't have a lot of money and of course, no definite plan. All we knew was that we wanted to explore the Great Smoky Mountains. We prepared for the trip by raiding our pantries for easy-to-make meals, packing bags filled with hiking gear and clothes, and even creating a bed in the back of our little SUV. It wasn't long before we hit the road. As we drove south and crossed state lines, the temperature started to rise. The grass and trees were growing greener, and our spirits were through the roof. There's nothing quite like experiencing something for the very first time. Little did I know, this trip would be filled with many firsts. We eventually made it to the Great Smoky Mountains. I can still remember my jaw dropping as we drove into the park. It was more beautiful than I could have ever imagined. After reviewing a map from the visitor center, we decided to visit the famous Laurel Falls, an 80-foot waterfall. As we drove towards the trailhead of the waterfall, I noticed cars parked bumper to bumper on both sides of the street. They were parked for what seemed like miles before the actual trailhead even started, which meant the trails were already loaded with people. Eventually, we found an open parking spot, parked our car, and then began walking along the road until we reached the trailhead. Ahead of us, I spotted a man standing alongside the trail with the undeniable flat-brimmed National Park Service Park Ranger hat. (sighs) Ah yes, the National Park Service hat. I could spot it from a mile away. Before we started hiking, the park ranger warned us of the conditions of the trail and what to expect as we were hiking. He explained that it's a fairly intense two-and-a-half-mile hike straight up a mountainside. The trail is narrow and steep. Pets and bicycles are not allowed. 
he concluded the brief instructional message by warning us that black bears are a common sighting here in the park, especially near Laurel Falls. He repeated numerous times that visitors should never approach a black bear, but instead walk away. Again, he repeated, never approach a black bear. Just give it space and walk away. Now, I'll admit, I slightly scoffed to myself and thought, encounter a black bear? Yeah, right. So we began our journey up the trail. I could feel my skin being warmed, not only by my body working super hard to get me up the slope, but also by the bright Tennessee sun. I was breathing in the fresh air. And I was listening to the crunching of gravel beneath my feet. Until suddenly, I heard the most faint snap of a branch next to me. Normally, I wouldn't think twice about this noise, but for some reason, I felt drawn to the sound and scanned the area. Crowds of people were slowly coming up the trail behind me, so I didn't have a lot of time to look. As I scanned the trees beside me, almost instantly, I looked directly into the face of a black bear, standing just 10 feet away. My stomach dropped, and my thoughts started to race. I yelled to my friend, who was now much further along the trail than I was. There's a bear! was all I could get out of my mouth before the solid black mass of a bear started walking towards me. Of course, the visitors coming from behind heard me yell. Before I could get out the words, stay back, a swarm of other visitors were approaching the bear. Each person had the same goal, get the best picture possible. They immediately grabbed their phones and ran toward the bear. The bear was now standing in the center of the trail, looking around at the crowds of people and their cameras. While watching this all happen, I could only think about how the people were doing the exact opposite of what the park ranger told us to. Instead of walking away, they charged forward to gain that iconic wildlife selfie. The bear was small and looked quite young, full of curiosity and adventure. I couldn't help but compare myself to it. Was this the bear's first trip away from home, too? Was visiting the Great Smoky Mountains National Park on the bear's bucket list, too? Did the bear's mother or father warn them to never approach a human when they encounter them in the wild, just like the park ranger had warned us? Or maybe this is the bear's home, a place where it has yet to leave. How does it feel when it sees so many strange creatures, humans, entering its home like an invasive species. Our national parks, especially the Great Smoky Mountains, have reached record highs for visitor attendance. It's great to see so many more people enjoying and becoming lovers of these places, don't get me wrong. But I will always wonder how animals prepare both themselves and their families for the constant flood of what they may consider invasive humans into their homes. Thank you for listening today. This 
has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new 